And yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Feeling It, a podcast where we discuss TV, movies, pop culture, and whether or not we are feeling it. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. And here we go. Come on, walk and talk. All right, here we go. You guys want to hear something neat? It's showtime! Hold your ears, folks. Here we go! See what you can do now. Take your position. All right, ladies, buckle up. Let's do this. Hold on to your butts. Seriously? Listen to me very, very carefully. Hey, it's me again. Eat them up. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Feeling It. Each week on this show, we like to share what pieces of pop culture we're really feeling. Whatever show, movie, song, or tech, we just can't get out of our heads. In addition to those picks, this week is all about trailers. It's a mega in or out section. We're just talking about what's coming soon. Um, so... Before we get started with all of that, let's introduce ourselves, and when we do, let's answer the question, um, what movie comes to mind first when you think of great trailers? I'm Lucas Wright from Chicago, and sadly, (laughs) the movie that comes to mind when I think of great trailers is the terrible 2010 movie Clash of the Titans, starring Sam Worthington. (laughs) This movie, I I was hyped on this movie because it has a fantastic trailer. Um, It is one of my favorite trailers of all time. And I was so let down by this movie that every time I think of a good trailer or watch a good trailer, I'm like, but it could turn out to be Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really scarred you. It, it like, you have trust issues now. I do. <laughs> uh, well, I am Sandra Omstutz. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. And the first thing that immediately pops to mind was my theatrical experience of first seeing um, the Where the Wild Things Are trailer. Mm. Um, I think something that's kind of rare these days is seeing a trailer for the first time in a theater and not, you know, on your phone um, or, you know, at work on your computer. And seeing Where the Wild Things Are, going to the movie theater, seeing that for the first time, I don't. I think at that point in time, I didn't even know the movie was coming, you know, so oh, also yeah. to, to learn that a movie is coming from seeing the trailer is also like a really magical quality. Mm-hmm. That is a movie that I don't even have that much of emotional connection to, <laughs> but I do have an emotional connection to the trailer. The trailer promised so much. Like this is going to be the most moving experience. It's going to bring out your inner child. Like yeah. it was, it was a lot. That is a very good yeah. trailer. So we're going to talk a lot more about some trailers that have come out recently. But before we do that, Lucas, I do want to know, what are you feeling this week? So we're recording on September 21st, 2021. And something that I love every year on this day, Demia Dijawibe produces very, very funny, usually one-shot um, music videos for the uh, Earth, Wind & Fire song, 21st of September. They are they're funny, they're creative, and they get more and more elaborate every year. So on his YouTube channel every year today, um, he posts these videos. Um, they're the highlight of my week usually when they come out. And today we're recording first thing in the morning, and so his video has not come out yet. But I will be posting a link in the notes um, f- to this year's video. But definitely go back if you haven't seen them and watch all of his other ones because I think they're just one of the most joyful things <laughs> that happen um, as as fall starts. Yeah. I Do you remember the first one? Like were yes. you a fan yes. of his from the very beginning? Yep. Yeah. He's 
he is just such a creative fountain. Like mm-hmm. everything that he produces, I do, I am interested in whether it is a podcast or uh, an internet meme or a, a vine, like whatever it is, or 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 he's or TV shows that he's worked on. I am fascinated by his output um, and his personality, just in general. I'm a big fan of him, and so these videos they are this like spark of joy and creativity i'm I'm sure that they've become somewhat of a burden on him (laughs) over the years you know like that must be the case um but i i love that they're just about yeah they're just about goofiness and and fun and surprise ultimately Mm -hmm. right because each one has these elements of of surprise but it's also just so it's such a great reminder that surprise can be as simple as like confetti blowing out of a saxophone, mm-hmm. right? Like that that's <laughs> literally kind of all that we need to like experience like a burst of joy. Yeah, they're they're so fun and I- I'm excited for this year's. Yeah, me too. So he's been doing it since 2016. So check out his YouTube channel um, and we will link to the newest one, which we haven't seen yet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this week, I am feeling a, a movie that I should have seen by now, but it took me a while and I finally saw for the first time. And that is Point Break, starring Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie, but it has been so long. Um, I remember loving this movie as a kid, but I, I definitely need to rewatch it. Yeah, so I had never seen it, um, but my local indie theater, The Bell Court, has been having um, a heist series where they've been showing, um, you know, heist different heist films. Yeah, and so I went to go see Point Break, and um, this is a movie that, like, I don't think I really knew. I knew that there was, like, a robbery element, and I knew there were surfers. That was kind of the extent <laughs> of my knowledge. Um, I was so surprised at, like, how much I vibed with this movie. Um, and the main reason for that is because Patrick Swayze is so incredibly charismatic in this movie. I It made me realize that I haven't seen a lot of Patrick Swayze performances, Um I've seen Dirty Dancing, mm-hmm. and I, that's the only thing that's coming to mind. <laughs> um, and so watching this, I was like, oh, my God. I understand why this man was a star. He's so good in Point Break. Um, every second on screen, he's magnetic. Um, the the twists, there's a lot that is, like, very predictable in the movie. But then there are some twists, that some character turns that I really didn't see coming. Um, and I didn't expect for the movie to turn out to be as kind of dark as it is. You know, I think a lot of heist films either start with a very dark tone and stay that way, or there's like a lightness and a glamour to them. Um, and this one kind of really wades between a lot of tones. There's a (laughs) lot of like goofiness. There's a lot of like hardcore violence there's a lot of like sinister darkness to it i normally that sounds like it would be a mess but i really appreciated that like the movie kept me on my toes um yeah and i I just thought it was so incredibly fun and and engaging i i really was really i was really glad that i got a chance to see it yeah i i do think like he is such a charismatic ass actor um and his like 
and Dirty Dancing, obviously, he's fantastic as well. But I think like his run of like Dirty Dancing in '87, Roadhouse in '89, Ghost in 1990, and then Point Break in 1991 is such an incredible run of movies. Yeah, <laughs> um, just all kind of right in a row like that, which f- feel like like coming into Point Break makes him like such a huge star. Um, and yeah. then like having it, like it's almost like. Um, uh, George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven, like just coming in with this like super high bar and hitting it exactly. It's it's perfect. Yeah, I have. N- I made me want to go see Ghost. Mm-hmm. That's I was like, now I'm like, okay, I really should get check Ghost out. You should it's, definitely watch Ghost. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's always been a movie that I thought like I don't know seemed very cheesy, and now I think I'm on board, even if it is. Yes, cheesy. it is cheesy. It's weird, um, but everybody in it is. Uh, having a blast and it definitely works okay great you painted me a picture with your lies you were such an artist Uh, this is something I, I didn't tell you we were going to talk about, Lucas, but I want to mention it really quickly. Paul Thomas Anderson's new film called Licorice Pizza. There is a trailer out technically for that film, but it is not available online. He is doing um, this kind of this release where he's releasing the trailer only on 35 millimeter film in a handful of theaters across the country, maybe across the world, that show... 35 millimeter film still. Um, And because I went to my little indie theater to go see Point Break, when we went to that screening, the director at the theater said, by the way, we're going to show you this trailer for the new Paul Thomas Anderson film, Licorice Pizza. Um, It's on film. This, uh, my movie theater person said that it was only available in about 10 theaters in the world. And um, y'all are going to get to see it before it gets released online. So that was a really cool, fun experience I got to have, where I got to see this trailer in a theater for the first time before anyone else has even seen it um, on film. And I just want to say that I'm really excited for Licorice Pizza, and I can't wait for everyone else to see this trailer. It's a, it is a great trailer, and um, I'm not someone who's like obsessed with PTA in the way a lot of film people are. Um, but this is a movie where I can't wait to see it. That's awesome. I'm very excited to see the trailer as well. I think Paul Thomas yeah. Anderson, I agree. I, like, I'm not obsessed with him, but I think like the movies that I like of his are absolute like masterclass movies. Totally. <laughs> and the ones that aren't, I think are still really well done. I just don't connect with them um, as much. So I'm very excited for Licorice Pizza when I can finally see the trailer. Okay, well, let's talk about some trailers that we can see right. that everyone can go and look up right now and watch themselves. Do you um, suggest people watch these trailers before they listen to us talk about them? That is a fantastic question, and I would say yes. Okay. Um, so we're going to put a list of all of these trailers in the show notes. Um, so you can – and we'll put the order that we talk about them in. We're, I don't think we have a specific order that we're, we're not doing – we're not organized enough to <laughs> order them by release date. Yeah. <laughs> but – um, we'll have that list in the show notes so that anyone who's listening can go and watch all the trailers. In fact, I'll probably even 
try to include links to each of them as well so you can watch the exact ones that we are talking about. And we're going to be covering a, a variety of trailers, trailers that have come out probably a while ago that, you know, we, we might have missed in previous episodes and trailers that um, just came out quite recently and that we haven't covered yet. So, Lucas, are you ready to talk about movie trailers and the rest of 2021? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The first one that we're going to talk about is the recent trailer for The Last Duel. It is directed by Ridley Scott, written by Nicole Holofcener, starring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Um, oh, it's it's also written by Matt, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, um, starring Matt, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jodie Comer, and Adam Driver. I'm going to read the IMDb summary for this. It says, King Charles VI declares that Knight Jean de Caragou settles his dispute with his squire by challenging him to a duel. So, for, before we talk about this actual trailer, I do want to say, Lucas, I want to ask you, do you ever hear about a movie before trailers come out? You hear who's involved, you hear a blurb about what maybe the plot's going to be about, and then you build it up into your your head to be something. And then you watch the trailer. And then you're like, oh, that's nothing like the movie that I had in my head. Does that ever happen oh, to you? Oh, the, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. That's never happened to me in my entire <laughs> life. Um, I will bring up Chaos Walking, the terrible, terrible movie um, starring oh, yeah. Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Um, which <laughs> was a contender for my uh, best movie of the year prediction or most anticipated yeah, most anticipated movie yeah. of the year for like three years in a row and it kept getting pushed back and that that, that <laughs> should have been a clue to me <laughs> right but i had right. built up that movie so much in my head it's like directed by doug lyman who i love but it was just something that i was just like this is going to be a great movie it's got a great set of actors it's got a great director that i love it's going to be interesting and it uh, it really let me down there i have done that with this movie with the last duel <laughs> I don't know why I did this, but for some reason, I was really excited about this movie. Mm -hmm. I I was like, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are writing together again. That's, you know, they're starring in a movie together. I feel like that alone is just very, like, exciting. Mm -hmm. Like, the duos back yeah. together. I'm not even, like, that big of a Matt Damon fan. But just the, I, the idea of them recapturing that magic mm -hmm. was exciting to me. And then add um, Adam Driver and Jodie Comer on top of that. You know exactly, and then I don't know what planted this seed, but for some reason, and I that IMDb description that I read is incredibly vague, right? Mm -hmm. And that's probably like as much context that I, as I had. I knew it was about knights, and I knew it was about a duel. I really built this up in my head that it was going to be a comedy. Like oh, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like you know. Yeah, a com like a foolish comedy about knights and dueling and yikes. Guess let me tell you, when I watched this that. trailer, <laughs> I was in for a rude awakening. Yes. Oh man, do you want to explain um, what it's about? <laughs> yeah. So the the IMDb's description is pretty vague, but the trailer makes it clear that this movie is about a a knight who his friend his he has a wife and a friend. <laughs> And his wife says, like, your friend raped me. And the the friend is like, no, I didn't. And the knight is like, I'm going to believe my wife and I'm going to challenge you to a duel so that we can, like, determine who's telling the truth. And That is a hilarious looks... way of describing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it looks sinister <laughs> and gr- grueling and and like grimy and violent and very medieval dark and sad medieval yeah medieval not in a fun way <laughs> yeah. um not in a knight's tale way that i was kind of envisioning in my head Got a lot of those western um, vibes i think that you hate <laughs> exactly and like rape is central to the storyline mm-hmm. like that is the storyline is like is this woman telling the truth about like an assault that she was a victim of yeah. um so also in addition to like all that very heavy subject matter ben affleck has the worst haircut i've ever seen in this trailer Uh, like damon i think they both have very terrible haircuts (laughs) yes but i'm used to matt damon looking unattractive for a role (laughs) i'm not used to ben affleck doing that and so i really like it was a shock to my system in a lot of ways. And <laughs> it was a shock because, like, this movie just wasn't what I was expecting. The subject matter was shocking. The haircuts are bad. Meanwhile, Adam Driver looks great as ever. You know, like, he didn't, he was like, I'm not falling for that haircut trick. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I'm keeping my long flowing mane. I watched this trailer and was like, I am so in or out. I'm very out on The Last Duel. Like, I don't need. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's version of a rape story, right? And then just recently, I realized that Nicole Halsiner also helped co-wrote this this yes. movie, which gives me a little bit more hope for its quality and for its um, ethics. I would say maybe, <laughs> but um, not. A, but the trailer did not make me. It was not a comforting trailer in any way. How did you feel about this trailer? Is this a movie that you want to see? It is a movie I want to see. It's definitely not a comforting trailer in any way. It's very much... Um, I'm excited about the movie. I'm excited about the story. Um, I'm excited about all the people involved. It's one of those trailers that I'm like, ooh, this could go uh, very poorly or it could be great. So I'm kind of withholding judgment until I actually see the movie because it's all going to come down to how it's executed. Um, but I'm I'm excited about this movie. Did this trailer make you excited about this movie? Um, the trailer did. I really like the way that it's cut. I really like the um, just the grossness of the medievalness. You know, I'm I'm really into that vibe of. <laughs> of yeah, you like gross I, stuff. I, you know, dirty, uh, ugly <laughs> yeah. looking stuff. You know, dirty, sad, yeah, yeah. violent exactly, men. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely my vibe. So I, I'm I'm into it. This is also what I expected from this movie. So I didn't have right. any expectations shattered um like you did except for the hair the haircut thing did throw me off for sure. <laughs> it's. I mean, here's the thing. It's not just like. A bad haircut. It is like a like they they had to work to it's make like, that yeah. It's like intentionally it ridiculous haircut. It's the haircut and the bleached blonde for sure. So I'm yeah. I'm curious about that. Um, my other question has to do with the accent work that's going to be happening in this movie. This is a mm. you know an English medieval um, and French. Uh, I think yeah, French and English medieval times so curious about it doesn't sound like it sounds like there's a lot of american accents going on here which i'm fine with i don't need ben affleck to try and put a french accent on but i am just curious what that's gonna what how that's gonna feel (laughs) yeah yeah um this movie is directed by ridley scott it's coming out on october 15th so very soon 85 upcoming Um, movies i was gonna say and then he has house of gucci right after that on november 24th 
So, so this man's a machine. Yeah, absolutely. He's the hardest working, like, 83-year-old I've ever known. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you want to say about the duel? The last duel. Wait, no. The last duel. Oh, okay. The last duel. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I think part of it is that, like, this is the last – it's based on a true story, and it's the last legally sanctioned duel. Correct. In existence. Correct. Okay. Do you know the outcome of this duel? No. Okay. Well, let's see. Yeah. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going <laughs> to refrain from Wikipedia-ing that um, – Okay. What's your guess? I'm just right. just curious. What, just off the top of my yeah. head, like who do I think wins the yeah. duel, or or like how does it yeah. end? Um, that's a great question. Let me think. I think mm, I think that Adam Driver wins the duel, but then it does come out that he did rape her, and that God is a liar with these duels. <laughs> And that's why there are no more duels. <laughs> right, right. And then they're like, oh, this is not a good system. We, this is just, we've got to get a jury involved yeah. or something because this And that is how democracy was formed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. I'm excited to see yeah. how that turns out then. <laughs> great. Great. Okay. So our next trailer is um, from director Adam McKay. Um, and it is for Don't Look Up. The sto- it's about the story of two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of the approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. This is starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, um, as well as a long list of stars. Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, um, tons more that I can't even get into because the list is so long. This is a movie I've been so excited about. Um, I love a star-studded cast. Even if the movie's bad, it's like this many celebrities all <laughs> in one movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Um, and Adam McKay, I have um, mixed feelings about his work. But some of it has been so good that, you know, I, I think I'm always going to be interested in whatever he does next. Yeah. Um, this is more of a te- teaser trailer than an actual trailer. Um, it's kind of a, a, a quick slideshow of all the celebrity faces that are in the movie, as well as some of the, you know, comedic punchlines that you, will just get you excited for, for the vibe of it. How are you feeling about Don't Look Up? Um, good. I was, I was kind of nervous about it in, in advance, um, just because we, usually... If, kind of the same thing that you felt with the last duel is when you get this many great people involved um i get overhyped i think of just like this is going to be great everybody's involved and then it kind of meh we'll see um i really liked the trailer i think i like adam mckay i think um his recent turn has been like look at these real life things and look how crazy Mm -hmm. they are and I, i like that but it could get over the top if he continues to do that kind of exact same thing um and i like that he's he's doing that here where he's saying like, this is how the world works. And isn't that crazy? But he's doing it in a fictional stand, you know, a, a fictional uh, story as opposed to taking a real life incident, <laughs> um, which I feel like is more digestible, especially in something like this. And so, especially when, when it comes to like the media and how the media handles um, terrible things or, um, you know, very important things, I think is going to be, I think is going to be fun to fun to see, dig into. Yeah. And he has like, a pretty extreme dose of cynicism mm-hmm. in his movies, yeah. right? And of all the subject matters, the end of the world is one where I think I really appreciate his cynicism. Um, whereas some of the real life stuff, his cynicism is 
um, it can be hit or miss, you know, where it can feel like really refreshing and honest, but sometimes can also feel like cold and judgmental Mm -hmm. and unfeeling. And and you're like, gosh, you know, which I think Um, worked really well in the big short. I think it fit that, um, that story really well. I don't think it worked as well with, uh, what is that movie called? (laughs) Forgetting. I I was like, like, is it called Dick? It's not called Dick. It's called Cheney. No, it's not called Cheney. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree about with that. I loved the big short and I had a lot of issues with vice. Um, but here's the other thing. Even though I had a lot of issues with Vice, there were scenes in Vice that I thought were brilliant. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I, I, I'm really excited for Don't Look Up. I think this trailer is very funny. I think Jonah Hill is the star of this trailer. I laughed so much at his lines. Um, I'm really excited to see all of these stars like doing what looks to be a straight-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm excited to see Timothy Chalamet do comedy. I Meryl Streep, we know she can do mm-hmm. comedy, and I'm excited to see her back in that. Jennifer um, Lawrence. Leonardo Di- Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is not like I, – I feel like she doesn't do a lot of comedic movies, but her late-night talk show appearances are so lighthearted and, and jokey right. that this is – doesn't seem jarring. I don't think it seems um, jarring. I'm like excited for her to kind of let loose and like actually do some of that. Totally. Comedy pieces. Totally. And then even Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm. I remember. Go I'm ahead. I'm so glad he's leaning into comedy now. It's like he won his Oscar and yes. now he's like, all right, now I can just like relax a little bit. And like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's the funniest he's ever been. He's hilarious in that movie. Well, he- that's funny that you mentioned that because I completely forgot about that performance. <laughs> but when I thought of Leonardo DiCaprio getting a chance to actually be funny, my mind immediately went to um, the scene where he's on Quaaludes on the, the Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Wall Street. Yeah. I feel like when that scene came out, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's the funniest thing I've seen all year. You know, um, or maybe a lot of like bros that loved that movie were like that. <laughs> and then I've internalized that. But. <laughs> I, I do remember that scene being incredibly funny. Mm-hmm. And then this trailer has a scene that really reminded me of that where he's kind of having a panic attack in a bathroom. And just him not only being funny with his wit, but like physically funny, like really leaning into the physicality of that humor. Um, I'm excited. I think that this is going to be fun. Yeah, me too. Um, Don't Look Up, I believe, is coming out on Netflix in on December 10th. So... Right in time for all of that holiday season depression, we'll get that movie about <laughs> the end of the world. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, next on our list, we have Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I can't believe we haven't talked about this trailer I'm shocked yet. we haven't. I thought we did. <laughs> I know. Maybe we did, and I totally missed it or forgot it. But um, – we all know what this movie is about. This is the the third movie in the Marvel Spider-Man trilogy. The IMDb summary says, For the first time in the cinematic history of Spider-Man, our friendly neighborhood hero is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life from the high stakes of being a superhero. When he asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Um... This was, I want to tell you my first experience with this trailer, which was, I feel like I saw a lot of fan-made trailers on the internet before this one came out. (laughs) Like, someone would post Spider-Man trailer, and I'd click on it and be like, this is not the Spider-Man trailer. Like, this is a a very well-edited fan-made trailer, right? 
And then I was on TikTok and this started playing. And at first I thought, oh, another (laughs) fan-made Spider-Man trailer because I'm on TikTok. Like I don't expect to see real trailers for the first time, Mm -hmm. you know. And then as I was watching it, I was like, oh, well, this absolutely can't be fan-made. This is all brand new footage with Tom Holland, you know. Um, And so it was this really shocking thing where – I didn't even know what I was watching was real at first, um, which kind of led into my, you know, excuse the pun, my marveling at this trailer where it is you're doubting, is this even the real thing? Like, is this going to be the real movie? And then it, the trailer is, it's a really big trailer. Like a lot of these Spider-Man trailers before this, this one have felt pretty small, um, compared to other Marvel trailers, like by nature of the character Spider-Man, these movies feel more homebound and small. And this is the first time where I feel like, oh, this we're ready to be mar- a Marvel superhero. Like this trailer is going for it. Yeah. Did, how did you feel about this Spider-Man No Way Home? And how are you feeling in general about this movie coming out? Yeah, I, I felt the same way. It's like, okay, you're no longer the neighborhood Spider-Man. You're now getting into the rest of the 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 world again i i feel excited about it i think one of the things that i was very excited about was with the whole spider-man in the marvel cinematic universe is that he was the only one with a secret identity (laughs) yeah nobody else really has a secret identity and so like having him be a teenager and having him having to like deal with these two identities is to me what was always always very interesting about spider-man um so them kind of throwing that out and being like all right everybody knows him now uh he and now he's in with the rest of the universe and just kind of doing the avenger thing part of me is like missing uh i I, like feel that loss of like okay well (laughs) that was something that made him more interesting to me than than everyone else um but i am excited to see kind of what they do with the multiverse obviously we've seen that um from into the spider-verse um but i think you know, do, doing it here, figuring out kind of what that actually looks like with uh, the rest of the um, the past Spider-Men. <laughs> There's too many Spider-Men. What's that uh, Kimmy Schmidt uh, song? Right. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So, so kind of bringing all these movies together into one thing. I think that's something that um, Marvel has been – it's been very interesting in the last couple of years to see Marvel like – pick at the pieces of the Marvel cinematic universe that like haven't been the greatest like Iron Man three and uh, Iron Man two <laughs> and uh, Thor two. And just like finding pieces that it's like, Oh, let's make these important. Let's, let's kind of bring these back into the universe as something that actually matters and to give it a little more depth. And it, now it looks like they're doing that with, you know, the properties that weren't part of the Marvel cinematic universe. So like, let's take pieces from Andrew Garfield's amazing Spider-Man and uh, what's his name? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire's uh Spider-Man movies and bring some of those those bits into this. And so I'm 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 curious what that'll actually look like. We don't really have any information other than uh the fact that uh Alfred Molina's Doc Ock uh from you know the Spider-Man 2, the original, uh is the original trilogy from Sam Raimi is coming into this movie. So I'm curious what that'll actually look yeah. like. Yeah. One thing about this trailer that had me a little bit hesitant one of my least favorite Marvel movies is Doctor Strange. Um, I don't, I didn't love that movie. I didn't, the world building, I don't think was super cohesive in that movie. Um, it felt like the movie was trying to just like 
play off of the visuals of Inception without any of the wonder and and immersive nature that Inception had, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just felt like a, that was the first movie. I'm not a kind of person where I, like, get worked up about CGI versus practical, you know, that yeah. uh, doesn't really bother me that much. But that was the first movie where I watched it and I just felt like I'm just watching a CGI, like a, some animator CGI highlight reel. Like this, is, I'm not invested in, in any of these visuals, but and I, it just felt false. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little nervous to see some of that imagery replicated in this trailer. And I'm hoping that the science and the the complications of the multiverse and the Doctor Strange of it all doesn't ruin the heart that these Spider-Man movies usually have. Because what makes them so special is that, like, he's still a teenager and he still cares about teenager things like his crush or his best high school best friend um, or his, his aunt, you know. And that it's not just him saving the world, that he has these real life experiences that we all kind of went through and we all can relate to. Um, and I'm hoping that the movie doesn't lose that. I That being said, I, like any movie fan, am very excited about the possibility of linking all of these previous movies into this one mm-hmm. and, and what that could mean for... Um, having people from previous movies show up in this one. And, and just from a movie star standpoint, that's very exciting to yeah. me. Um, I think we're all hoping that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire make an appearance in this movie, right? Um, at least I'm hoping that. Are you hoping for that? I think it'd be interesting. I think, I think, I don't know if it would feel too much like uh, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> um, yeah. But I... I'd be curious to see kind of what they do with something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is the primary rumor, right, that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, from a pre- from a PR standpoint, I'm also very interested because Andrew Garfield has said it multiple times in multiple interviews, like, I am not in this movie. Like, I can't be any more clear. I am not in this movie. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'm very interested to see if that's, him just being honest and really trying to set all of our expectations at an appropriate level, or if that's him being clever in some way. Um, I'm, I'm interested by that. And I'm interested in is if this movie feels like a finale, um, or if this Tom Holland version of Spider-Man will continue to exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's um, a good question, because this starts to get into more of the production and technical aspect of it, but this is the last movie um, of Marvel and Sony's contract to do Spider-Man together. So, so after this movie, Sony can, Sony can take Tom Holland and continue to do Spider-Man movies that are not part of the cinematic or the Marvel cinematic universe. Mm. Um, So he's under contract. They can take him and do whatever they want with him, but he will not be part of Marvel after this movie, unless they renegotiate a new deal. So, I, I am right. curious if they're setting up this movie to allow that to happen uh, either way. Very, very interesting. I wasn't aware of yeah. that. Um, yeah. Poor Tom Holland to be caught in between like these two studios. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's so much pressure. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out on December 17th. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see it. 
However, I do just want to mention really quickly that I am sad that um, these movies have kept the the word home in the title structure. And after the first one, I was really hoping that instead each one was going to be based around a high school dance. Um, <laughs> and I just want to say one more one last time that I'm sad that they didn't take mm-hmm. that route and do like Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Winter Formal, Spider-Man Prom. <laughs> um, I think they missed out on that one. Okay. Next up, we have um, a trailer for a TV series. Um, and that is the new Marvel series um, called Hawkeye, starring Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld, and possibly Fl- Florence Pugh. Um, this is based on the superhero Hawkeye, centering on the adventures of young Avenger Kate M. Bishop, who took on the role after the original Avenger um, Clint Barton um, in the comic books. And so I just immediately want to start talking about this trailer <laughs> because I have a lot of thoughts about it. It's a Christmas trailer. Um, I love a good Christmas a, show. This is fun. Me <laughs> too. The Christmas of it all, I, I really underestimated until I saw the trailer how much that would bring me excitement about this series. I felt the exact same um, way. I was not excited for Hawkeye in any way, shape, or form. Me either. And then as soon as the Christmas music started, I was like, oh, it's a Christmas show. I'll watch this. <laughs> so. Yeah. It is such a genius move. Yeah. Um, immediately, of course, I'm thinking about the Iron Man 3 <laughs> and how that like was Christmas, and that's one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. Uh, of course, I'm thinking about Die Hard, right? Um it, it, you know what it also reminded me of? It reminded me of a little bit of um, Look Who's Talking To. Do you know that movie with, with John Travolta and Kirstie Alley? I, I, I know that movie. I've not seen it, though. Um, I watched it a lot as okay. a kid. And it's like, you know, in the first one, it's like the kid. You can hear the kid's thoughts, basically. Mm-hmm. And in the second one, it's like you can hear the dog's thoughts. Oh, okay. So, um, but that movie has a big Christmas setting as well. Like it's the movie is based around the holiday season. And it's, it reminded me of that because this, this trailer feels nineties almost in a special way because of the holiday aspect. It feels like back in the nineties, we made movies that were not technically Christmas movies, but that were centered around Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is exactly what this feels like. And I'm really, really excited about it. Yeah, me too. I think I'm I'm not a huge Jeremy Renner fan. Um, right. Um, but I think pairing him up in this movie is a – or in this this TV show I think is a great idea. I also think this TV show is like six episodes long um, like, like some of the other um, – I'm going to look yeah. that up just to make sure. But I think having that kind of shorter runtime um, really feels like you can get a tight story and you don't have to spend like a ton of time with all of this. Yeah, and I think also – Casting Haley Steinfeld was a great choice because yes. she is so charming. She's very funny and very charming. And I think she's going to bring a lightness to this series that I think the, this really needs. I agree. Um, I was wrong. It's eight episodes. So okay. having this only run for eight episodes is still better than I think most other <laughs> um, totally. very long TV shows. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. There's so much to be excited about the buddy, the buddy cop aspect of this, um, the, you know, begrudging mentor aspect of this, I think is, you know, a a trope that I'm always a fan of. And 
Yeah, and mostly it being around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie made me excited for Christmas, like as a holiday season. Like I'm like, oh, should I start watching Christmas movies? I think like it's, it's time September, yeah. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is a great trailer. I agree. It's light and exciting and fun and everything I want from a Marvel TV show. A lot of good energy. I will yeah. say, if Linda Cardellini isn't in it, I'm uh, I'm bailing. <laughs> Okay, that's the thing. She isn't in the She's trailer. She's not in the trailer. And so but... I'm um a little I, I'm imagining I'm I'm wonder I'm assuming that they couldn't get her. I'm also kind of assuming they couldn't get her, but I kind of need her to be in this movie in this trailer. Why don't yeah. you go in this movie? <laughs> I need her to be Which in this is, TV show. It's interesting that they couldn't get her because it seems like all they would need her for is like a scene at the beginning and a scene at the end yeah. maybe, right? Yeah. Like Honey, I'm gone for a little bit. Honey, I'm home. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's just, she's like the emotional heart of Hawkeye in yeah. <laughs> in some of the other movies. Um, it's all yeah. about her and his family. And I think, I mean, his, his family is in this. His kid's in the trailers. But um, mi- missing her, I think, is, uh, we'll see how it goes. Here's what I'm, I'm nervous about is it. If they can't get her, I'm nervous that it's going to be like mm, Hawkeye's divorced Ugh, now. I like, don't want that. and I don't want that. Like, r- be more creative and just write it right around yeah. it. Don't make Hawkeye be divorced just because you couldn't get the yeah, address. Agreed. Um, okay, so uh, similarly to Spider Man, I am interested if this is Jeremy Renner's final chapter. You know, if this is his. Okay, I'm finally, I'm yep. out. Um, I feel like he's wanted yep. out for a while. And um, I'm curious if this means that he, like Scarlett Johansson, is finally saying, I'm finally done with this universe. I would think so. Um, which is, again, another reason I would want Linda Cardellini in here. If this is his, like, wrap-up, right. he, you know, gets to walk off into the sunset or whatever. Like, this is what I need, so... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think it'd be great. I would also love to talk just a second. This is a side tangent. But they yes. have been introducing a lot of kids into uh, the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe. Um, Haley Steinfeld's young in the the in WandaVision. You've got her kids. Um, the, the nephew of what's-his-name in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's just a lot of kids who are superheroes in the comics that have been introduced. And I'm curious if they're building up to something to start bringing a younger crowd into these movies. Because most of our superheroes at this point are in their, like, 40s (laughs) or up. There's a series called Young Avengers, right? Correct, yeah. I feel like they are building towards that. Like, um, I I don't know if that's been officially announced or if I'm just imagining that. Um, But... Yeah, they have Florence Pugh, they have Haley Steinfeld, they have the the WandaVision boys. There's um, a there's a very young Miss Marvel, I think, cast in the the new right. Marvel. Uh, what's her name? No, Captain Marvel movie. Yes, um, I think also there's um, isn't there like a, a a Muslim girl character in the comic books I think that's, that I, think I feel that's like Ms. they've. Marvel. Oh, okay, but I think she's getting her own TV show as well. She's Got getting her own TV yes. show, and she's in the Captain Marvel movie which is called the marvels which gets complicated yeah young avengers is something that i am excited about i you know it feels very young x-men to me like kids at a boarding school that all have superhero powers is always going to be a premise that i like Mm -hmm. and this feels in line with that um okay hawkeye is coming on disney plus on november 24th right in time for the holiday season 
Um, right in time to binge it over Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, next up we have The Matrix Resurrections. The Matrix is back. Matrix is back, baby. Yeah. Keanu's back. One of the Wachowski um, sisters is back. And I, I want to take this time to admit that I only saw The Matrix, the first movie, for the first time last year. And I, I haven't seen any that. of the others. Okay. Yeah. So I watched this trailer for The Matrix Resurre- Resurrections, um, which we don't have any official plot summaries for, um, only ever having seen the first movie. And turns out that was enough for me. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> that was enough for me to be super, super hyped for this trailer. Mostly because it seems to be recalling a lot of the events from the very first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's easy for me to say because I haven't seen the second or the third one to know whether it was recalling any of the events for that one. But this trailer blew me away. I'm really excited about it. Are you a fan of The Matrix? Have you seen all three of The Matrix? What did you think about this trailer? Big fan of The Matrix. Definitely seen all three of The Matrix. Um, I like the second Matrix, I think, more than most people. Um, Okay. I think the second Matrix and the third Matrix are basically one movie, which is why they don't work separately. It's all just one big movie. There's no real end to the second one, and there's no real beginning to the third one. So they all kind of fit together. Um, So if you are going to which I would suggest watching the second and third one before seeing this new movie. Um, I would just watch it back to back as if it's one thing, because I think it'll, it'll be more enjoyable for you. Um, I am very excited for this movie. I am nervous. This is one of those movies that I think people are going to really get behind in a way that they're going to like have written what they think the plot of this movie is (laughs) in their mind before watching it. And so many people are going to go in and be disappointed by the movie because it's not what they expected because we don't have, I think good expectations. Like we don't, we don't have a general direction of where this movie is going, which, which I love. I think that's a great way to go into a movie like this. I just think because of the hype around it, people are already going to have kind of written out what they want to see from this. Yeah. Um, that that's an interesting thing, kind of like what I did with the last duel. Yes, that they'll like build up in their head what they think the plot of this movie exactly. is going to be. And because um, this trailer doesn't yeah. uh, really give them any expectations, other than wow, this is going to be cool. <laughs> Who knows right. what the plot's going to be? I I'm I'm worried that people are going to get disappointed when they see the actual movie. Not because I know what that's yeah. going to be, or because I have different expectations. Just because I know, like, because of how long we're waiting for this movie, building up those expectations is going to be uh, torturous for some people. <laughs> Which is why I feel very lucky because because I haven't been thinking about right. the Matrix yeah. for, you know, 20 years. Um, I'm going into this truly just full of wonder mm-hmm. and, and no expectations. I, I, I want to say that this trailer, I love how little this trailer gives mm-hmm. away. Like, I love that this trailer doesn't really explain, like, what the plot is going to be um, or set up any real characters or... Um, give you any kind of storyline instead this trailer decides to focus on showing you how badass this movie looks like visually they are going to give it everything they've got Mm -hmm. and is what it seems like to me um i was listening to i think it was the watch where they were talking about this trailer and one thing that they pointed out that i really agree with is that 
this movie like isn't this trailer doesn't look like it's afraid to be a cinematic action movie yeah where we've had so we're becoming accustomed to action movies that like aren't visually interesting that are just fight sequences and cgi (laughs) and a lot of gray and brown and um and I, I agree with that. And watching this trailer, it does feel like waking up like the characters of the Matrix do, where you're like, wow, movies could look like this, and we're <laughs> not doing that all the time. Um, with the camera moving in all sorts of interesting ways, and color and visuals, and um, using melding CGI with like really interesting camera work is something that I'm mostly excited about this. Less on a story level and less on like a acting level and more on just I want to be visually wowed. Um, and this trailer promises a lot of that. It really does. I'm excited. Uh, I'm really excited. Also, I'm excited by a lot of the casting in this trailer. Um, the opening scene with Neil Patrick Harris as a therapist, I was very into the vibe of that scene. Um, having... Um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen as possibly Morpheus is really exciting. Um, he looked great in this trailer. When I watched this trailer for the first time, I literally let out a gasp and a yelp when I saw Jonathan Groff at the end. <laughs> I am a huge Jonathan Groff fan, and I don't think he's in enough movies. And seeing him in the Matrix as the surprise at the end... I was like, they know what they're doing. They know what they have when they put Jonathan Groff <laughs> as the thing at the very end of the trailer that people get excited about. Oh, that really man. worked for me. Um, and then, of course, it's great to see Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss um, back in this movie. And to see like them aged mm-hmm. is also very exciting. Yeah. You know, that is my favorite thing about these reboots of these big franchises like this is that we get to see actors that have aged in these roles. Yeah. And in Hollywood, that is like a very rare thing mm-hmm. is to see aging actors playing characters. Yeah. Um, so that alone is, is very exciting for me. And yeah, I, I can't wait for this movie. I've got to watch the others before it comes out, it comes out on December 22nd. And so I need to do a, a binge coming up here. Definitely. Soon. Definitely. I'm curious to get your thoughts on the the, the next two movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we have a, a a slow week somewhere, we'll we'll do a a recap yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, although now that I think about it, we are not going to have any slow weeks because the month of October is booked is up true. with movies. That is true. Um, okay. Next, we are going to talk about um, the trailer a trailer that i only saw very recently there's been a lot of different trailers that have come out for this but we're going to talk about a very specific trailer that we're going to link in the show notes and that is for west side story um this is the 2021 version of west side story it's an adaptation of the 1957 musical um imdb says west side story explores forbidden love and rivalry between the jets and the sharks two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds um, if you haven't seen the original West Side Story, this is me telling you that you have to go do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this movie is directed by Steven Spielberg. Before we talk about this trailer at all, 
Um, I want to know how you feel about the original West Side Story and and how you felt about this remake happening at all. Um, I love the original West Side Story. It was a movie I saw way too young. And I think <laughs> I'm not going to spoil what happens in the movie, but it was surprising to me. Um, I But I, I, I really liked it and revisited it a lot over the years. I think um, I think remaking this movie, to me, when it was originally announced, seemed like a bad idea. I, I like I could, I couldn't imagine an, uh, a, a way that you come out of this being like, yeah, that was great. That was uh, that that held up. It was better than the original, <laughs> you know. So I, and especially with the casting of like Ansel Elgort, and I have nothing against Ansel Elgort. Um, I just feel like if you're gonna do a big uh, remake of a very popular, um, probably like probably one of the most acclaimed like movie musicals of all time. You need someone charismatic and energetic in that lead role. Um, and I just don't see that for him. Um, but I'm willing to be surprised. Um, before I talk about how I thought, what I thought about the trailer, I'd love to hear your expectations of it going into it. Yeah. So I, I liked West Side Story when I saw the movie, but my real connection is not to the movie, but to, a lot of the musical numbers, mm-hmm. just as, you know, musical numbers. Um, I grew up, d- did you ever do a thing in high school or, or middle, not high school, but in like middle school, Lucas, um, called um, Record Mime? Does that ring any bells? No, not at all. So in Texas, <laughs> there is there's a, an organization called UIL, which is um, like speech tournaments, academic tournaments for middle schoolers and high schoolers. Um and when I was in middle school, there was – so if you were, like, a theater kid, but you didn't have a theater program in your school, you did UIL, which you did um, poetry readings or little skits or those kind of things. They had one category called record mime that was basically just lip syncing. And <laughs> it was a fun thing where, like, groups of middle schoolers would lip sync and do a song and dance kind of thing. And – I grew up in South Texas, a large Hispanic population, and um, the song from West Side Story, um, which I'm now blanking on the name of, I Want to Be in America, mm-hmm. right? Um, I saw that song performed, I couldn't even tell you how many times, um, and grew to like really love that musical number, um, eventually would grow to love the choreography of like the snapping of the sharks and the jets and like the, the fighting, but they're dancing. All of that was so, so embedded in me. Um, so when I heard that West side story was coming out, um, I was hesitant until I saw that Steven Spielberg was directing because if anyone is going to bring the magic of that story and that musical, I do trust Spielberg. Um, and watching the trait, the teaser trailer that came out previously. And then this trailer that we're about to talk about, um, I'm still hesitant about whether I'm going to be excited about this movie or not, but I can't deny how swept away I am by the Spielberg of it all. Like his, the way he imbues movie footage with such like warmth and wonder. Um, it's, he n- rarely fails at that. And 
I'm really excited about, like, if I do go see this movie, getting swept away by old-fashioned, exciting movie making. The one thing that I that you mentioned that I am also hesitant about is the casting of Ansel Elgort. <laughs> um, it also seems like if you were going to redo West Side Story, it seems like the perfect time to mint a new star. Yeah. You know? Which they're in doing the way with, that, uh, what's, with, Mar- yeah, Maria. with Maria. It seems like such a great time to do it, that with both, mm-hmm. right? In my opinion. Yeah. Cast two completely unknowns and let us really, like, fall away into this world. Yeah, the Ansel Elgort of it all it makes me hesitant to see this movie. But I, I can't deny how swept away I was by this trailer. What did you think of this trailer in particular? <sighs> I thought it was a good trailer. I thought it was – here's how I felt like Steven Spielberg has um, played out over the last couple of years is that he is a great, great filmmaker who's not going to surprise you or um, do anything inventive. He's just going to be very solid and a master of his craft. And I, I, so, so, so I guess how I feel about it now with West Side Story seeing this trailer is I am not – I don't think I'm going to be disappointed by this movie. I think I still feel like I could come out of it questioning, why did we remake this again? I feel like I could feel like mm-hmm. I did about um, um, uh, The Lion King, where I was like, this oh, was technically, yeah. visually, like, an amazing achievement. I don't understand why mm-hmm. we had to had to make it again. That's, that's how I feel like I could, I could come out of this. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Um Another thing that is exciting for me is that Tony Kushner is adapting the screenplay for this. Um, And he's also, like, a proven talent, right? That, like, I think the combo of those two, Tony Kushner is also, I believe, writing um, the script for Steven Spielberg's next movie, The Fablemans, Mm -hmm. which is, like, a semi-autobiographical movie for Steven Spielberg. Um, And... I don't know. Their partnership excites me a lot. There's a lot about West Side Story that a lot of elements that excite me. And yet when I think about myself, like actually going to see this movie, that excitement isn't welling up in the same way, Um, which I think is an interesting (laughs) thing, right? Like how many times do I see a trailer that I'm like, that was a great trailer I love this director, love this writer, like, and and yet I'm still, I can't fully bring myself to be excited for this movie. We talked about, when, when we reviewed In the Heights, we talked about how there's a lot of musicals coming out around this season. Um, Dear Evan Hansen is about to come out um, any second now, or <laughs> might be out. I can't, actually don't, it could be out I think out it's coming right out now, this Friday. This Friday, right, okay. Um, which looks like, true garbage from what from the trailer and from the reviews i'm hearing it looks like it is a mess um we have tick tick boom coming soon which i'm still really excited about and now west story and i'm wondering how all of these musicals will affect each other you know will People go see Dear Evan Hansen and then be like oh i can't do any more musicals you know um or will people go see Dear Evan Hansen and then go see West Side Story and be like, this is what a musical is supposed to be, <laughs> you know? Um, I feel like it can go a lot of ways. I always want more musicals to exist. 
And so I do want the ones that we are that we have coming out to be successful so that more are made. Mm-hmm. Um that is my bias showing there. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I want every musical to be good because I want more musicals. So <laughs> Right. I am curious. Um, this movie is coming out on December 10th. It feels like if I'm home for the holidays, like this is what my family and I will go see yeah, this together. This is a, a great family movie. Is it in my head? It's coming out on Netflix. That can't be right, though. <laughs> this is no, definitely I don't a theater believe movie, so. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. So on that note, there's a lot of movies coming out <laughs> soon. We have the we have all these trailers that we've watched for movies coming around the holidays, and then October is about to be a really busy month. We have J- Dune. We have James Bond. We have um, others that I'm really excited about that I'm blanking on. Um, but Dune and James Bond are definitely at the top of that list. So get ready for us to kick into big movie season, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, I'm excited about it. I'm very excited as well. Um, you, you talked about Jared and Hanson. What are the other movies that are about to come out? October has a lot. What it, let's, let's look up October. Yeah. Uh, well, The Last Duel. Right. <laughs> oh, The French Dispatch. And Last Night in Soho oh, right. were the two that I was thinking of. Last Night in Soho, that's the other yeah. big one that I was forgetting. Oh, and then Eternals kicking it off first weekend in November. So yeah. we're about to go on a run of big, exciting movies. Um, and I hope that they're as good as we hope they are. Lucas, where can people find you online? You can find me everywhere at Lucas and Stuff. And you can find me on all social platforms at Sandra Amstutz. My last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Go away. I'll see you soon, okay? That's it? Go home? Yep. Move along, Padre. Goodbye, old friend. That's it. That's our show for tonight, people. 